Welcome to the Selling from the Heart podcast, your home for authentic, effective, and socially integrated sales strategies to help you master the art of selling. Join your co-hosts, Larry Levine and Daryl Amy, along with some of the world's best sales thought leaders and practitioners as we explore ways to help you grow your sales. and welcome back to the Selling from the Heart podcast. Your co-host, Daryl Amy, here today with Larry Levine. What's going on, Larry? All kinds of stuff. You know, we're almost buttoned up to year in, and I got one more trip before the end of the year, so. I know, it's I'm excited. incredible. I'm excited for 2020. Yeah, we're recording this right at the end of the year. This is my, uh, as we were talking about before the show, this is absolutely, personally, my favorite time of the year for so many different reasons, um, and uh, happy holidays to everybody, by the way. Um, I love this time of year because it's a great time of self-reflection. And uh, this, you know, you're, you're getting this right at the beginning of the holidays if you're listening in when it's released. And uh, first of all, we just want to say uh, thank you and have a wonderful holiday season this year. Uh, and second of all, we just want to challenge you to self-reflect and make this a really great week as you plan out uh, what is going to be the best year yet 2020 on the calendar uh larry it's just such an exciting time right now it, it has it has been and, and if i look back throughout the whole year there's probably there's been a lot of highlights but i just want to throw out one at as probably the standout and that and that's the relationship with send out cards mm-hmm. and what what better way around this time of the year to you know to self-reflect and then just you know look inside and say okay well of all the people that i met you know where, where can I show appreciation and where can I show gratitude and what better way? And, and I would encourage our listeners to really check it out, Daryl, you can, you know, you can leave or they can, you know, send a free card, but as you're looking to, you know, inside and say, how can I build relationships farther? How can I strengthen my relationships with my customers and my prospects? So I want you to think about showing gratitude and appreciation yeah. in 2020. What a fantastic idea. And if you haven't done it already, go to cards.sellingfromtheheart.net and you can send me a free Christmas card, a free holiday card, whatever you want to do. I got my card from Larry last week. I got back from vacation and there was a, here's to a great 2020 uh, card in the mail, but no, uh, reach out and touch someone. I think it's going to be a great way to help you build and nurture relationships, which is exactly what we want to talk about today. We have got a phenomenal guest, and, and I am so excited to dive into this conversation. Well, as, as, as we look to build relationships, what better way than building relationships? So when I, when I think back to how I met Dan Silly was actually just through content. I know we're going to start, we're going to talk a lot about this. But if it wasn't for how we both humanized our approaches, how we drove and engaged in conversation, I don't think I further build that relationship with Dan. And I've been blessed and honored to actually write some blog posts inside it, you know, vendor neutral that that's near and dear to him and Nancy. And I go, you know what, Dan, we, we just have to bring what we're talking about to Selling from the Heart podcast. Mm-hmm. And I've enjoyed getting to know you. So I just want to welcome Dan Silly to the Selling from the Heart podcast. Thank you so much, Larry, and just a pleasure to be here. And you know, reflecting on when we did we did finally engage, and it was socially, it wasn't in person. I don't think we've actually had the opportunity to meet in person yet, and I cannot wait for that opportunity. I'm very much looking forward to it because that's that's what really makes the connection solid is when you're able to 
to actually connect with somebody personally. But again, it was based on your content. It was based on the value that you were bringing to the marketplace for both sellers and for buyers. And, you know, I vendor neutral is really about helping buyers and sellers be better, um, you know, both in their selling process and understanding the customer's journey. And then the customers or the buyer um, understanding what the vendors need to know, what questions that they should be asking uh, the vendor community and what questions the vendors need to be asking them to be intelligent or have a really strong understanding of their needs, their priorities, their frustrations. Um, so again, reflecting on that, that, that um, engagement initially, Larry, and how much content really spoke to that, that's why I reached out to you first. Yeah. And, and before, because Daryl, you already know the question that we're always going to ask, but I just want to, I want to layer something on top of this because what you just said is near and dear it is. And I want, whether you're a seller or whether you're a buyer, I want you to really understand that how can you humanize yourself in the world that we live in today? I feel like I already know Dan and quite frankly, you and I have never crossed paths other than we look at each other in Zoom occasionally and we communicate like crazy, leveraging the power of digital. And I want our listeners to realize that, you know, there's a, there's so many different ways that we can build those relationships is what are you doing with it on a proactive way to do that? Well, that's so good. And I think that's a great transition into our conversation today. And what I love about Dan um, is I love how you are one of the world's foremost experts on technology in the revenue technology space. And you are one of the most passionate advocates for relational selling. So I'm curious, so as we get started today, you know the question that all of the guests on Selling from the Heart gets, yeah, they, they, they get is, what does it mean to you when you hear the word selling from the heart? It's passion. <clears throat> it's passion for what I do. It's passion for the people that I'm engaging with. And it's the passion that I have for the people that work with me to deliver those resources. It's at the end of the day, it's not about technology. It's, mm -hmm. it's not about the end result. It's about getting to that point through a uh, you know, focus of my energy, my, my, my drive, and my willingness to want to help buyers and sellers figure this out and become more efficient and effective at what they do. So yeah, passion, that's the word. Uh, that's good. I think uh, definitely any interaction you have with Dan, you're going to find passion and certainly going to find passion around the topic that I want to address today, which is thinking about we're moving into a new year. We're moving into a new decade. I mean, who in the world would ever thought we would be writing 2020 after the, our date on the calendar, right? And one of the things that's really exciting right now as we look into the, the new decade ahead is the emergence of technology. In particular, we're seeing things like AI, artificial intelligence, being able to deliver, analyze data in ways and serve up insights that maybe we've never even had before. Um, but the real question we want to tackle today is, in this world where we have insights served up to us, whether it's a computer system crunching some data and saying, hey, you should talk to Dan about this, or whether it's uh, simply an insight we might get from going on social, how do we take the insights and flip them into action and really, I guess, ultimately into appointments? What do we do with all the insight? And Dan, I can, I, I, I can only imagine as you look forward and put that crystal ball out there, really not even to that distant of a future 
for sales reps that the amount of insight that's going to be coming across our desks is going to grow exponentially, isn't it? Oh, it's going to be dramatic. Um, you know, no longer are we going to be taking a lot of time and qualifying leads there. Those leads are going to be qualified once they reach us. Um, you know, I like to, I think either you, Daryl, or Larry made the comment on one of our conversations previously about these insights reflecting, uh, being reflective of breadcrumbs. And that's really what they are. They're breadcrumbs on your way um, to identifying an opportunity. Now, you know, very often um, than not, it's, um, right now, it's artificial intelligence is a big word. Um, and it's about that AI kind of surfacing insights based on our current uh, customers and our current contacts, activities. Because, um, you know, MarTech and sales tech is now becoming more and more unified. And we're starting to see that, you know, the MarTech side of the world where we understand who's visiting our website, who's downloading our white papers, um, who's, you know, uh, reading our blog posts. Now that insight's now being connected with our sales technology and the two are able to surface uh, opportunities or awareness of opportunities or prospects that you may not have been thought of before because, mm-hmm. you know, who knows, you know, a, a, a prospect that visits your website is looking at a product that they've never looked at ever in the past. Now suddenly it's an, uh, you receive an email or a notification on your CRM that says this buyer is looking at something they've never looked at before. Maybe it's a good opportunity to engage. So that right there is a a key aspect. And then I also believe that the insights that we ignore as sellers and um, and at the end of the day, you know, we don't want to. It's just a fact that we don't want to data enter all that detail, right? So, you know, we're all being told that it's all, if it's not in the CRM, it's not real. Well, a lot of this technology, a lot of artificial intelligence machine learning is taking that information. It's monitoring our communication channels, monitoring our email, our text, our uh, our phone calls, and it's it's transcribing it directly into our CRM as activities, as new contacts, new accounts, and just tremendous value to our sellers who don't need to be distracted um, by, you know, data entry and research. Now they can focus more on that relationship. They can focus more on building uh, a, a strategy around enabling their buyers, enabling the prospect to meet their objectives. Because if it's not about that journey, if it's not about that client's journey, it's not going to be a successful opportunity. If it's about you just talking at them and not listening to them and learning about what their true pains and frustrations are, it's never going to be a good result. Mm-hmm. So that's, again, that's where, I, that's where I'm coming from. Yeah. So Larry, as I'm thinking about, you know, this is a really interesting time for sales professionals, in particular, relational sales professionals. You know, I, I think that uh, maybe I can, if, if we're to kind of use a broad brush and say that there are some salespeople that, that really rely on their relational skills and some people that maybe really rely on their technical skills. Um, the question is, how do you take the technology and the insight that's flowing down the pipe as salespeople and how do we take that and turn it into conversation? into relationship, into opportunity. Um, and Larry, I know we were talking before the show. I mean, we're, we're in football season right now. And, and obviously, you know, I hate at this point to bring up how the Dallas Cowboys 
destroy knew, the Rams. I knew you're gonna, um, I, dude. I knew you were gonna. I I knew you were going there, but that's okay. <laughs> but nonetheless, I mean, putting putting that uh, devastating loss aside for a few minutes, um, you know, if you think about the 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 football field, for example, and and I, as sales reps, I think one of the things that we talk about a lot, and I think that you're talking about seeing this recently is, you know, sales reps are looking for those opportunities where the ball's on the one yard line and they're going to pound it across, which nothing wrong with that. We'll take no, that. And Ezekiel Elliott was doing a great job at that the other night. But, you know, the reality is the insights that we're getting, if you will, the things that are being served up, whether we're getting them from social or from the marketing um, systems or from AI crunching the data, those insights, sometimes the ball's 80 yards down the field. And the way you handle the ball on the one yard line is very, very different than the way you handle the ball when you've got 80 yards to go. And, you yeah. know, as you're thinking about that, I mean, what are, what, what would you say to sales reps? Uh, I think the first thing is, you know, when you get a piece of insight, if, if you know, it, you almost need to look at it like the football field, like where's the ball on the field, right? Yeah, no. So I'm, I'm going to use, I'm going to use Dan as an example. So Dan, just, just play with me on this, but, but I think, but I think our listeners are going to understand this, excuse me. So let's just say, you know, Dan's on the, obviously Dan's on the podcast right now. So let's just look at this in terms of the sale was closed, right? Dan's come on the podcast, but right. Customer success. But that's, that's look back. I mean, let's take this journey backwards. And that's mm-hmm. what I want our listeners to understand is mm-hmm. that, Dan came on the podcast because of all the things that Dan and I corresponded on, whether that be a phone conversation, whether that be a Zoom conversation, mm-hmm. whether that be the content that I've driven through selling from the heart, whether that be the content through vendor neutral, we have built this relationship mm-hmm. up. So in the very beginning of this is, you know, Dan really didn't know me and I didn't know Dan and the ball sitting on the one yard line, the opposite way. I just had to march (laughs) it over the course of, you know, 2019, 99 yards to get it to the point where Dan came on the selling from the heart podcast, which means that I had to position myself credibly. I had to engage in human heartfelt conversation. I not only on my content that he commented on, but vice versa. We had to have those conversations to build those relationships. So what's that mean in a digital world today? And this is just my two senses. We as salespeople have to understand when to have that sales conversation and when to have that relationship building conversation, because not everybody that you come across with is going to like you or respect you or think you're credible. It's up to you what you do proactively to make that happen. Agree. Oh, I couldn't agree more. Um, and you definitely uh, created a lot of credibility with me. Um, those who know Larry, and if you're watching this podcast or listening to this podcast, you uh, know what I'm talking about, is that he's not afraid to share his belief, his, 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 his comments on a daily basis. And on a weekly basis, he's writing an article that really speaks to the value of relationship. And it just it resonated so well with me. And we never, you were never my client and I am not yours. So 
there was no reason for us to connect other than the value of uh, that we gained from each other. Um, so I wanted to know more about um, the value of a relationship building, um, especially since in how that impacts technology today. Because you know, I live in a world of of tech. You know, there's almost 700 solutions represented on on the greater sales technology landscape, and we have a large number of those certified on our vendor neutral landscape. But at the end of the day, that's technology. Technology is the end result, right? Mm-hmm. It's the resource we're going to use to cross that finish line, to, to take it from the one-yard line to the goal. Before getting to that one-yard line, there's just an awful lot of um, development, personal development, a lot of skills that have to be, you know, leveling up on your own capabilities. Um, and that's what Larry offered me. Larry offered me um, an opportunity to level up, to understand how much how important relationships were and how important that prospect um, reaching their objectives and understanding what that success looked like was important to the, to me. And I learned that from Larry. So I have to thank you, Larry, for help working with me over the last few months. No, no you're welcome. And, and here's something I want to lay on top of, because we talked about it before, you know, prior to coming on the podcast is a whole conversational skills around and through technology mm-hmm. that, you know, we, we hear these words insights, we hear these words content, but I think many people struggle. Now, maybe I'm going to, I'm going to show my age on this, but that's okay. Is I grew up in a world in the very beginning where we didn't have technology. So the relationships that I built had to be face to face or they had to be on a phone and I had to engage at a human level right? Face to face, belly to belly. Well, now it's not necessarily the case because this is a proven point. We haven't met yet, but we've built a really great relationship. And I think the thing that, that people struggle with, and I think is when they lean on and leverage technology to the point where then they hide behind it, it's hard to push yourself through technology because you're always hiding behind a keyboard or hiding behind a screen and you're, you know, you're throwing acronyms and everybody. I'm not saying that's wrong nor right. But I think if you want to take this to the next level is you have to openly, humanly engage in that conversation as an example, it'd be, and, and uh, Dan and I have done this time and time again is, you know, if there's content or insight out there that you want somebody to engage with, Hey, what are two or three things about that article that you felt were important, right? What were your two ahas? Hey, Dan, I just saw this piece of content. I'd like for you to read it. You know, let's discuss two or three things you learned from it as opposed to just liking or sharing something. I think that's the missing link with where we're at today with a lot of the stuff that's going on is we lead with insights. There is content, but you got to engage in that conversation through it. And I don't think enough people are really doing that effectively, nor do they know how. Totally agree, Larry. You need to be where your customers are at, right? And you can't do it in person. You need to do it socially. You need to do it on, in groups and in Mm -hmm. organizations that are, that are, that are managed online. Um, And there, there are a lot of those out there. So again, we are, we are a very small world today. Um, We can leverage resource and knowledge bases from anywhere across the globe. And it can all be easily translated in these platforms to help us understand um, what they're what they're communicating. But it all can now be shared, and that is just a tremendous resource. And that's where you know I started to engage with Larry um, was on a social platform, and I saw his content. And like Larry said, I I didn't just like it; 
that's easy. You know, and Larry probably gets a lot of likes. I mean, hundreds, if not thousands. So when I not only like, but comment and ask questions, well, Larry now is, understands that I care and I have, I have, I want to contribute. So he's going to engage with me. And that's just the start of a relationship. And that relationship has continued now for months, I think almost a year, Larry. Uh-huh. Um, and now we're at a point where I'm on your podcast, which I'm excited to be. And also we have a much stronger relationship, which is inevitably going to um, match us up or connect us uh, physically at an event, um, because that's where I want to bring Larry's voice, right? I want Larry um, to be part of the vendor neutral voice, right? I, I want Larry um, and selling from the heart to be a message to buyers and sellers. And, and I know that it, it's hard to understand for a lot of people that there is a connection between technology and relationships and selling from the heart. And that's the important thing that, that Larry brings to the table. And I can't wait to uh, start to engage. Yeah, no, and I appreciate it. And here's, and here's what I want people to think about and our listeners to think about is, and I'm going to throw it out there because I I do when I'm in front of sales teams as well is if you ask most people, you know, Daryl and Dan is, you know, if you ask them, do you have any problem engaging in conversation face to face with people? In your social circles, amongst your family, amongst your peers, whoever's in your centers of influence, nine times out of 10, you're going to get everyone's going to agree with you. No, I don't have any issue, right? I can drive a really good conversation. I'm keeping it simple. Then I said, what prevents us from taking that same philosophy digitally? And then you get people stopping and thinking, and that's, that's what I want to throw out, you know, maybe Daryl for a discussion is what, mm-hmm. what do we think prevents somebody from humanly engaging in a conversation digitally, but they don't struggle with it face to face. You know, I think one of the, from a sale, just pure sales perspective, you know, sitting in the bullpen, I have uh, historically, if something came to me, it was a lead, you know, it was from marketing, it was from a campaign, it was, and it was, it was in the red zone, right? And so I knew when I got that piece of information, I pounded it into the end zone, got the order and everyone cheered. Um, Going forward, and Dan, I think this is the world we're starting to move into, we're going to be getting more and more data points. They're available right now on social, by the way, if you want to go out and look for these things, you can find data points. Just like if I walk into, you know, Dan's office, I'm going to look at what what's behind his desk and I've got points of conversation. Um, The ball's not anywhere near the red zone, but you know, the, the quarterback of a football team doesn't get the ball 80 yards from the end zone and go, I'm not, I'm not playing this. Someone else do this, right? No, mm-hmm. Dak Prescott gets the ball, goes 80 yards down the field, scores another touchdown against the Rams. Everyone's happy. And um, so, you know, it's sales reps. Come on, Larry, you got to have a little fun with this. As <laughs> I don't yeah. get to gloat in a Cowboys victory very often. <laughs> you got to give me something here. I, I didn't um, say a word because I wanted you to bask in your glory for 30 seconds. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. We have the Eagles this weekend. But, um, no, seriously, though, if, if you think about the world we're living in now, the, the type of data that we're going to be getting as sales reps in this next, next decade, not all of it is going to be, here's a hot lead, go close it. Most it's like, here, here's an opportunity um, for a conversation. 
And, exactly. And, you know, it may be very early. Dan, this is a, a different mindset for salespeople, but I think salespeople, by our relational nature, like Larry said, nine out of 10 of us don't have a problem driving a conversation. I think salespeople are equipped to do this. Maybe it's just a, a mindset change in terms of what these insights and this data we're getting actually are. You know, they're not balls on the five-yard line go score. They're a starting point. That's what they are. They're a starting point. They're a breadcrumb that, and good salespeople nowadays aren't managing four or five of those leads mm-hmm. on a monthly basis. They're managing four or 500 breadcrumbs right. that they're going to have to engage with and start to develop relationships with because those people aren't ready to buy. They're just breadcrumbs. So somebody who visited your website, downloaded a white paper, you know, mm-hmm. read a blog post, you know, spend a little extra time on a piece of content that surfaced them to you as a lead or a breadcrumb. And now you need to take that and develop a relationship with that person. And over time, that is going to reverse roles where now the, the buyer is going to see value in what you're brought to the table and it's going to reach out to you and engage about your product or solution. And that's the end goal. But that is not um, everyday occurrence anymore. Um, that is, uh, I mean, the end goal is not the result anymore on a regular mm-hmm. basis. It's more breadcrumbs. And I feel that sales reps and um, that are focused on managing all those breadcrumbs are going to see the greatest success. Okay. So that, so that I want to play on this breadcrumb thing just for a quick <laughs> second. I started something. Here we no, go. no, no, no. <laughs> it's all good is, so let's just look at, and I always say this, that, you know, the reasons why sales funnels are where they're at and we know they're anemic, right? Some are better than others. So, you know, I'm not saying all sales funnels are anemic, but if we look at and we peel back sales funnels and what's inside of them or, or the lack of a full funnel, so mm-hmm. to speak, it goes back to the relational skill sets that salespeople either are really good at or they're, you know, they stink at. And so if we look at breadcrumbs, right? Breadcrumbs in a digital world, in the world that we all operate in today, breadcrumbs are those relationship funnel building things that salespeople can leverage. Because I said, I always say, if you want to have an ever flowing sales funnel, you got to have an ever flowing relationship funnel. Mm -hmm. And the world we live in today, those breadcrumbs, those are what you can do to spark conversations and start building those relationships, which means we have to juggle those two hats. And I'm going to ask, you know, our listeners, you know, as you roll into 2020, it's okay to always have that sales hat on. I get it. It's a part of your job and I'm a sales nerd, but we also have to take that cap off and throw those relationship building skill, you know, that hat on. And that in a world we live in today, it's the breadcrumbs that will help us develop those relationships. It's what we do with it to proactively open those conversations. And I think that's the hardest thing that salespeople struggle with today mm-hmm. is to start that conversation that may not be a sales conversation. Mm. Yeah, you have to think of our sales funnel is no longer in the shape of a funnel. It's more like an hourglass. And the top of the hourglass is where all these breadcrumbs and the sand sits. And they're all individual connections and opportunities to connect. And, you know, and those have to be developed and nurtured. And as they slowly drip through the funnel and they come back on the bottom, there's a larger opportunity there. And again, I think that's your 10 yard line. That's your one yard line. You're in the red zone is that you have a greater opportunity to sell. But that took a long time to get to. That was a lot of effort. 
And that top of the funnel is really where that effort occurred. And uh, you attracted um, the prospects that were interested in what you had to offer. Yeah, and I, I think the other part of this is mindset as well. I think sometimes we think the breadcrumb is going to take forever to close. Um, but, you know, you, you see times in football games, it happened several times during the Rams game where we got the ball and we moved it down the field into the end zone in a couple minutes. It doesn't have to take, you know, years and years and years. Um, it can happen fast and uh, we'll the results can be and, devastating, and, and, right? But, I mean, it, you it, know, it, I know, and fast. I'm choosing – I'm choosing to ignore that you continue, (laughs) but, but that, that's the biggest fear. So, and I know Dan, you've experienced it. I know Daryl, you've experienced it. There's going to be sales managers or sales leaders that will listen to this podcast and go, you know what? That's just going to take time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know something it does, but the more consistent that you do it, the more you do it every day, the more you drive new conversation every day, the more you open up new relationships every day, the more you influence what's going on inside those, the easier it becomes. Yeah. So that's what I'm going to urge everyone is we got to take the short term, right? The ball on the one yard line. Then we got to take the ball at midfield. And then we got to take the ball on the opposite side. We got to blend it all together. Yep. Because you know, in the, in the world that we live in today, you're not going to get the ball on the one yard line all the freaking time. That's right. It's just, not, it's just real world. But to me, the best, the most satisfying, at least for me, when I was in sales is the most satisfying sales that I ever made were the ones where the ball was on the opposite end of the, right. And I had to march 99 yards down the field to score a freaking touchdown. Those are the ones that meant the most. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, man. What a great conversation, Dan. I'm so glad you came on the podcast. If you could say, one thing I love about Selling from the Heart and the the global audience that has assembled around this is you're talking uh, to a group of sales professionals that really do want to be awesome. So I'm just curious, as we sit here on the doorstep for a new decade uh, and you could say one thing to a group of of sales professionals that really wanted to uh, to have a great year next year. What would you say? Well, I do come from a technology background, so my recommendation for 2020 is stay in your workflow. Don't be distracted by shiny things. Don't be distracted by resources that take you out of your day to day activities. Stay mm-hmm. focused on what matters. Stay focused on making those dials sending those emails, engaging with your contacts, having a relationship in 2020 is probably going to be the most important aspect of your success. So take those breadcrumbs, develop them, learn from them, nurture them, take them to the, to the goal line and score for both yourself and for your organization. Fantastic. I like that. I love it. That was good. We love sports analogies. We, I, I, <laughs> what are we going to do when football season's over? Oh, that's right. Baseball season starts. So then right. we'll to- we got hockey, we got basketball. We've got, Oh, we, we have nothing, no shortfall of fabulous <laughs> sports analogies. Well, Hey everybody. Thank you. Uh, Dan, first of all, thank you for joining us. It's been a, it's been a real pleasure and your friendship with selling from the heart means uh, so much to all of us. Uh, Definitely follow uh, follow Dan. We'll put his connection uh, info in the show notes. But till next week, keep being genuine, keep being authentic, 
keep adding real value, grab the breadcrumbs and turn them into conversations. And most of all, sell from the heart.